Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can we start at like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start at like um, just casual? Like, mmm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and welcome to another bread and wine. This is a candid conversation between a husband and a wife about all things money and bread and what else, baby? Everything. While we drink some wine, yeah, all that We're stuff. Talk Work, about life, life, today. all of it. Discussion on life. Break some D-O-L. bread. Cheers. Um, it's a little later tonight than usual. Yeah. <laughs> We'll but see there's if a, Carlos is here. There's a purpose, right? There is there's a, a reason. There there's is a reason. Purpose. We're late. <laughs> Um, it has to do with our topic today, which yeah. is um, I started a new job. That's I great. started a new job. So happy on for Tuesday, you. last day of my old job, Monday. New job Tuesday. Did a like crazy two day <laughs> workshop session, and then so really had like another first day on yeah. Thursday. And I finished the week out by a 12-hour day today. And I'm exhausted. It feels like I've lived four weeks in one. But that 12-hour day today, sounds like it didn't feel like a 12-hour day. I am so energized and I am so, um, well, you'll get it when I start talking about Absolutely. Well, that's great, baby. Congratulations, number one. I'm so happy for you. Me too. Seeing your demeanor change even over the last week has been... Incredible. So I'm very happy yeah. for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so without further ado, the topic is self-worth and feeling your self-worth at work. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to start with like a story. Um, I, I think it's a parable, I would say. Um, and it really resonated with I believe with it's me. called a parabola. Para- really? No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> I thought I had been saying it wrong this whole time. I'm just helping Zoe with her math lately. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'm going to read this um, story uh, because I I think I read it like six months ago and it really like planted a seed in my head and I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, And now that I've started a new job and feel um, self-worth, it's rings so much more true than I ever dreamed. So um, before he died, a father said to his son, here's a watch your grandfather gave me. It's almost 200 years old. Before I give it to you, go to the jewelry store in the city. Tell them I want to sell it and see how much they offer you. The son went to the jewelry store, came back to his father and said, they offered a hundred bucks because it's so old. The father said, okay, well, try the pawn shop. The son went to the pawn shop, came back to his father and said, hey, the pawn shop offered me 20 bucks because it has a scratch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the father asked his son to go to the museum 
and show them the watch. The son quietly questioned his father's judgment, but still waiting to act on his last wishes or willing to act on his last wishes. He went to the museum. When he came back, he said to his father, the curator offered me $375,000 for this very rare piece to be included in their precious antique collection. Wow. The father responded, I wanted to show you that the right place will value you in the right way. Don't find yourself in the wrong place and get angry because you are not valued. Never stay in a place where someone doesn't see or value you or you don't feel appreciated. Sounds like that hit you. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Maybe that's important. It's important to feel valued. So, while I cry, ugly cry, <laughs> tell me what that what that means to you. Tell me, where does that hit you in life? Well, outside of thinking how happy and proud I am of you. Um, I told you I was going to ugly cry. Well, I love you. We can cry together. Why do we have to do this live? <laughs> hey, Carlos. Hi, Carlos. You don't mind if we cry with you, Carlos, do you? It's a good day for us. We're having, we're having a good day. Um, what does it mean to me? Yeah, I mean, we put our we put the majority of our lives, the majority of our lives, into our work mm-hmm. and the places we go to dedicate our time. Man, more time at work than like with our families yes, for periods with our family, time, yeah. with our friends. And so, yeah, there's been times where I have worked for a manager, or worked for people, or worked in a in a an environment where it's like what am I doing? I don't feel valued. I don't feel, I, I don't feel anything. And, and then to switch to an environment where, I don't know, for me, I guess I would say in my entrepreneur world, I've, I didn't realize I could be this happy doing work. And, um, I know you're just at your job for a week now and it sounds like you're feeling that type of happiness. I, I didn't, it's like you sometimes don't know, you know, until you're out of a situation, how bad it was. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't need to, I don't want to bash yeah, anyone absolutely. or anything, but it just, it just wasn't. Sometimes the it's right not a right fit. fit. Exactly. There you go. We said the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And it has nothing um, to do with the, the people in general, but it's a right. fit. Yeah. With, whether it was personalities or skill set or whatever it happened to be, um, it just, I felt like, um, Ah, uh, I just didn't realize how undervalued I was feeling. Yeah. Um, and I am, um, you know, I try to um stick with things and see them through, which is, you know, I think why I wanted to like stay for as long as I did, you know. Um, but you know, okay, so one more quote that I wanted to read. It's a Albert Einstein quote that I really love too. Um and, I love quotes too. <laughs> I know you do. Mm. Um, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Mm. So, you know, it's it's not that I wasn't good enough or smart enough or anything enough. It's just that I was a fish and I was in trying to climb a tree. Yeah. You know? Um, and 
So I think it's tough. It's tough to understand whether you're in a situation where you're being undervalued or if you just haven't given it enough of a shot, you know? Um, so any thoughts around, around that? Well, whether, I, like, I, like I, how, how do you, how do you determine whether you're in a situation where you're like, you just, you know, whether you feel like you're being a quitter mm-hmm. <laughs> or whether you're justified in leaving and trying somewhere else. Like, yeah. cause if I asked myself that a, a year or two ago, I would have said, well, I, I don't want to be a quitter. Sure. So, so how long is enough for you to not feel a quitter? Yeah, I don't you, know. You were there for two years. That's a long time in today's job market world <laughs> where people make some changes on their jobs. Um, and I don't, I know you have a, I think a sense of pride of not feeling like, Hey, I'm not, I want to be a job hopper or whatever and move around. And, and you, you have this longing to be like, why can't I just stay somewhere that makes, you know, and, and, and feel satisfied and happy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're meant to stay somewhere for a long, long period of time. I think we change companies change for sure. The managers change a lot. They might physically change themselves or they might change or, out. They might yeah, be a new person. Turnover, yeah. And then you might change, you know, your desires, your interests, your family values, things. And, you know, when you were working originally, you weren't a mother or you were married and now you're both. Uh, your values are different. So I don't know. There's, we have, I feel like we have to allow ourselves to be able to make changes that suit for our lives. Now, is as always, there's always a middle ground. Like, mm-hmm. do you go there for a week and say, this place sucks, I'm out. Right. Yeah. But I, I would I would definitely say two years working hard at a place that uh, you found you found some difficulty with for quite a while. I mean, you, you definitely stuck it out, my lady. So you did. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were there were jobs that I was at for nine months and I was so glad that I said goodbye, you know, um, but I, th- I think, I think you're coming into a new portion of your life too. You, you had, you just left this sort of full-time stay-at-home mom thing and you went from part-time to full-time and you're sort of transitioning back into what you want to do, what you want to be. And so it's almost like a rebirth of your career again yeah, or whatever you want it to yeah, be. That's the crazy thing is that I feel like, um, I think like what you've been talking about for the last couple of minutes is like things are phases. Yes. Things are phases. Things Seasons. Change. Yes. Seasons, yeah. oh, uh, uh, Christy Wright, the, uh, the conversation I had this, this week with her, um, on, on her book, take back, take it, take back your time. She talked about that. I love that word seasons, our priorities, our values, they they can change based right. on what season we're in, whether that's a quarter, a physical season or maybe our season of life. Mm-hmm. And we have to be flexible with that. It's not just like, Hey, well, I've always done this and that's the way that it's gotta be. Right. I, I think that can be, that can be trouble for people. So. Right. Because yeah, I mean, if I think about myself going into this job opportunity two years ago into the job that I took that I've now left, mm-hmm. It was perfect at the time. It was yeah. 35, 30 hours a week. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was part-time. I could take the kids to school and pick them up. Yep. Um, you were still at a full-time job. Yep. Like every single one of those elements that were was why I took the job has changed. Yes, now. it has. Like and, and no even who you were reporting to who and reporting to, the business you were really on. Really, even the job itself, yeah. you know, um, the expectations changed from more administrative to more business partner and like higher stress and, but you know, and then there, yeah, there were just every single thing about the job from two years ago to one year ago is different flipped. Yeah. Um, and, and the world changed and the world, too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the reason that I wanted it to be part time was to take the kids to school and pick them up, Yes, which didn't they were homeschooled for a year yes, pretty exactly, much yes. you know i mean i shouldn't say homeschooled the teachers still right. did 90 percent of the work yeah. but even the 10 we just pulled our hair out while they were doing it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so all of the elements of the job changed and most of the elements in our lifestyle changed yes and then you stopped working so mm-hmm. now that the kids are even back to school we st- i still don't need to be able to drop them off and pick them up even right. though i'm sure you'd like me to do that once so no. <laughs> what to drop them off and pick them up i actually really enjoy it honestly okay, I'm, I'm at a different season in my life where i find a lot of joy in packing their lunches taking them to school being there at the fun run today. I was good to dress like a banana and be a goofball at yeah, the I'm fun a run. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, picking them up after school, being there with mm-hmm. snacks. It's like I didn't do that for a long time and now I, I want to do it for a while. And maybe in a, a few years I'll be like, mm, maybe you pick them up, Nicole, or maybe we get somebody else to pick them up or they can right. walk home. They're going to be coming yeah. from middle school, yeah. like three blocks away. Because again, it'll be a new season a new and they'll season. be old enough to walk home by themselves. Yeah. So, I want to I want to explore a little bit about like this I don't know it's like a psychological thing for me at least between like try, trying to understand whether the you know the change <laughs> changing my job changing whatever it is is a healthy thing like you know how we, we have this thing in us where we um it's hard to be content. Yes. Right? Um, and you can look at that both ways. You can look at that as, well, that's a negative because, shoot, you're never going to be happy with what you've got. You're mm-hmm. always going to be wanting for something else and you're never going to feel satisfied. That's the negative, you know, angle, angle on it. The positive angle is the fact that you're never satisfied makes you, you're never going to be complacent. You're hmm. not going to stop trying to, you know, have goals and get better and do better. Mm -hmm. So you can always look at one thing from many angles. Um, So I think for me, when I look at, um, you know, things like being at a job, I think like, oh my gosh, my friend Lacey, that's been at a job, the same company since she graduated college. And I think that's like, just so cool. There's something so um, like, like it's like she's stuck with it and she, you know, it's admirable. I, it's, it is admirable. Yeah. And so sometimes I, I think, well, if I switch jobs yet again, that's on me. I'm not, you know, like, I guess you could just look at it from two different ways. Sure. It's like staying at a job for forever could either be looked at as, wow, that person has really got some, you know, like gusto to stick with things and see them through. Hmm. Or you can look at it and be like, 
well, that person's just like totally given up and they're not trying to, sure. you know. Yeah, it depends on the angle. their career. Yeah. Um, it, I think in my friend Lacey's um, situation, I mean, she's continued to be happy there and like go up the ranks. Like I, I interesting don't, work. Yeah. Like they're always doing I cool mean, things. It's entertainment industry. It's really loves neat. it. Yeah. But I can think of some people at the job, the the company that I just left that have been there a really long time. And I used to kind of think, wow, how admirable and how wonderful. And like, man, they are a like plethora of knowledge. Like they've been mm-hmm. there since the beginning and this and that. And like I, I thought of it as like this amazing thing which drove me to want to stay to achieve that myself. But now that I've made the decision to leave and I'm somewhere else and it's only been four days and I can feel it in every bone in my body that I'm, I feel like a weight has been lifted and I feel so much more confident and happy. And here comes the ugly crying. (laughs) But like, um, I wish I could have told myself it's okay not to stick with the job and this and that. But like, how do you, I guess when you're standing in the moment where you're trying to make that decision, you don't have that hindsight of, well, I'm, I mean, I have that hindsight right now and hindsight's always 2020. I'm so glad I I made the change. I feel better. Um, What makes you feel so much more valued now? Um, in four days, what has changed so massively? Um, I feel like when I speak, it's met with, uh, open ears and open eyes and, uh, it's met with, you know, positivity. Um, and I feel like that inspires me to continue to speak and, then when it's met with positivity again, I'm reinforced that I actually do have good ideas and good things to to say and to provide. You're valued. So that is, you know, it's like a machine. It feeds the machine. You put something out there. If it's reacted to positively, you have the encouragement and the um, confidence to do it again and then again and again, and it like gets it going like a, like a wheel, like a, you know, water powered wheel. Mm-hmm. So, um, the same thing is on the reverse side of that. Sure. When you get you no put it feedback out there, or, yeah. you know, you just kind of get like, makes you feel like you want to go into a corner. Yeah. Kind of just, I think stalls your momentum. Yeah. Um, so, but like, Going back to my 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 point about hindsight being twenty twenty, I can sit here where I am today and say what I know today is that I made the right decision by leaving. But how do you tell the Nicole six <laughs> months ago that it's the right decision? And how would I have known? How could I have known without jumping into it and um, seeing if it's the right fit or not? Like, what do you tell someone who's in a job and they're like? I don't love it, but I'm not sure if it's any better anywhere else. Yeah. It's that scary leap. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, let's let's think about somebody who's listening to the show right now. We I guarantee there's somebody listening of the of the folks that listen to the show and, and watch it on YouTube that is maybe in a position where they're feeling like, yeah, I don't I don't really feel valued at work. I wonder if it could be better somewhere else. Well, based on what happened to you. 
how did you make that change, Nicole? How did you, how did you go from, well, oh, you know, it's, I just changed phone plans. Like that was like a, a minor inconvenience for me. Changing careers, that's a whole big thing. So how did you, how did you do it? How did you get the confidence to, to do it? Um, and what process did you go through to actually, I don't know, see what else is out there and go for so it. So this one actually kind of fell into my lap because it's somebody that, that you and I know. I mean, you know the story. I'm not, I'm telling it like. We're telling them. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it was a friend of Andy's basically of yours who owns an uh, agency that, um, is like exactly in our wheelhouse of, you know, it's advertising, like he owns an advertising agency. So <laughs> it's exactly the skill set that I've, I've had for the past 15 years and developed. Um, and he's a good person and he needed somebody with a skill set like mine. So it kind of all just worked out, um, I can't say I was like super proactive and, and actively looking, which in hindsight, I kind of should have been or, you know, wish I would have. Um, but it did all work out. I just, I don't know that. Uh, I, I feel like I, I got lucky. I got lucky. Well, so let me let me respond to that because you, you could have filled out a bunch of I don't even know what the platform is. Monster.com. I don't know. <laughs> Career, Indeed, what, yeah. Indeed, whatever. All these things and put them out there. But I, I believe I believe your connections and your network make so much more of a difference for your overall job prospects and potentially your satisfaction at those job prospects because people you collect or have in your network are people that you know, like, and trust anyway. So that the fact that you have grown your network as you have mm -hmm. and created a network of people that respect you, the opportunity for somebody to say, oh, heck yeah, I would have you at my company came a lot quicker. Yeah. So yeah, you could have filled out a thousand applications <laughs> online for blah, 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 job, administrative assistant, blah, blah, blah. But you yeah. just fall in the middle of some internet ether. I mean, you, you worked in recruiting for a really long time. Wouldn't you agree that more candidates would come, come word through of word of mouth 100%. and networking than they do from a website? Yeah. I mean, what would you say? I mean, if you had to make a guess, would it be 2575 or 10 to 90 or? Wait, 75 being what? 70? 75 being like networking people you know and 25% yeah. coming through the internet. Yeah, that sounds actually okay. about right. Yeah. I thought you were suggesting 25%. No, no, no the other way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's way heavier handed with yeah. uh, um, a referral. Yeah, this is a guy I used to work with <laughs> at an old is, agency. There's an yeah. old client or this yeah. is a son of... Bill, who's been here for 30 years or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I think something that I used to tell myself and that we all used to tell ourselves, like remind each other when we were all like, I had, you know, recruiters and we all, um, worked together. We would remind each other, like, your gut is real. Like, yeah. you, like go with your gut. You're not going to always be right, <laughs> right, but it's it is in it's an instinct, and it's there for a reason. And like, it's something you can't really quantify. Or, but when you know that there are hairs sticking up on the back of your neck, you know there's a red flag. Most of the time, you are right. 
Um, even though your brain might try to tell you, no, you know, when I was a recruiter, like you'd see the perfect resume and you'd be like, oh man, I really want this person to be great. And you talk to them and there's something that just doesn't feel right. Doesn't, hmm. you know, but you're like, ah, oh, but I don't want to like stop them from getting, you know, going forward for this job. So then you present them that resume and that, you know, you do a phone screen, you talk to the candidate, you get, maybe get that red flag, you know, in the back of your head, but you're like, nope, I'm going to put, put them forward anyway. So, I mean, I remember this specifically, like I'll, I, there's a candidate that comes to my mind. He interviewed very well. Um, when I did the, um, so, okay. So he phone interviewed with me. I could tell there was something a little weird when I asked him about his history, his job history. Hmm. It was just a little bit of like, well, you sound great. You look great on paper, but why have you never been able to keep a job for more than six, seven months? Hmm. So, you know, I asked the questions that you would ask to try to get to dig into the bottom of it. He had some of the right answers while well, I was laid off because they, you know, they ran out of funding or, well, it was a company that wasn't the right fit. I mean, he had like pretty decent answers, but there was something in the back of my head that was kind of like, all right, this still doesn't seem right. Like you should be able to hold down a job for a little longer than mm-hmm. that. But there wasn't like a total reason for me to be like, no, I'm not going to push this candidate forward. So I did push him forward and he did interview with the project managers of the, you know, and they did want to hire him. Mm -hmm. So the next step is to call your, um, your referrals. The very first referral I called was appalled that I would have, would have called. He said, I can't believe this person, he really gave you my phone number. And so right there, I'm like, (laughs) Oh, Something very fishy. Wow. Um, I proceeded to ask questions and he gave me, he didn't want to give negative answers because, you know, there's a little bit of liability and that of slander and whatever, but he gave me very generic answers. So right after that, I, I went to the hiring manager and I, I said, look, there's, there are some real red flags. And we said, well, let's, instead of making this a full-time position, let's make it a contract. Let's say it's three months and we'll, you know, we'll talk about it in three months about making it Mm full-time. So he didn't make it past three months. Wow. There really was something there. Anyway, Mm -hmm. long story short, my gut was right. Yeah. But sometimes we do think like there's not enough there to make a huge leap. Hmm. Like there wasn't enough there for me to make the leap of saying, let's not give this guy a chance. We still wanted to give him a chance. So... I think that's goes to like, it's like when you're in a job and you're not quite sure whether it's going to be better somewhere else, it can be hard to go with your gut because your brain is going to tell you, uh, no, you're just acting out of fear or you're, you know, you're going to try to, you're going to try to talk yourself out of it. What what is the, I mean, we, we talk about the lizard brain over everything all the time are, we want comfort. Right, we want comfort, so we're going to do the easiest thing first, and it's comfortable to stay at the job. That because oh, that's really hard to go find another job, even though it's like uncomfortable here. It's comfort comfortable to know that my paycheck's still going to come in, and I I know what to do here. But this new place, that's that's new and different and uncomfortable. So right, yeah. So I mean, it, it makes Fear sense. Of the Fear of the unknown could be could be spooky. 
And also my another takeaway from your story there is that evidently there is a time frame. Uh, one month's too short. Six months is too short. Two years is okay. First day I get a job. Because <laughs> you're saying job. that guy, it's only six months, six months, six months. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. We've gone through a lot of thoughts. I'm not sure that we that there's a right answer. Yeah. <clears throat> there's not a black and white, like, if this happens, then switch jobs. Yeah. But... Let's do some. Well, I mean, okay. Let's do some take takeaways. Let's say hello to some some yeah. folks here. Uh, Carlos, of course. Hello, my man. Yes, I, I should have gotten a handkerchief at the uh, <laughs> the beginning of the uh, the episode. There, I'm sorry, baby. I did not think I would actually <laughs> cry. Apparently, it's it's hit me a lot harder than I realized. Yeah, he's, he says everything happens for a reason. Yeah, I mean, we 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 feel we're feeling that this week. It's a it's a really good week in our at our home for sure, and. Um, PK, thank you. Great content as always. Uh, I really hope this live gets uploaded. It will. Don't you worry. I'll take care of it. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. And we also have a podcast, PK, if you don't um, check it out here uh, just on YouTube. Uh, if you go to Marriage, Kids, and Money on your favorite podcast player, you can check it out there. So a little plug for the show. But um, In life, some things happen for us and not to us. Mm, I like that. It's good. It's good. Sometimes things happen... Um, you know, karma. Karma can be good sometimes. It can be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've had a lot going on over the past couple of years. Yeah. And uh, having some having some good news come our week this week is is fantastic. Yeah. So, let's do some takeaways. Okay. Key takeaway number one: um, Don't uh, deny your gut instinct if you are unhappy or feel like you might be undervalued somewhere. Um, Explore other options because you won't know until you're uh, experiencing something else. Yeah. So go with your gut. It's usually pretty right. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Okay. Takeaway number two, change is good. Change can be very healthy. Uh, Sometimes it can be scary to make changes uh, because it's the unknown, but Know that change is how we grow and know that change is going to happen. Whether you're going to make the change or not, something's going to change. So do you want to be in control of that change or do you want to be changed by that change? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've seen that a lot in my career, especially with working career. I mean, we're talking about work a lot today here. Um, things will change within your organization. Things will change at your career. Management will change. The whole values of the company might change and they might not align with your values. So stick true to your values and um, make changes if you need to. And if you don't like it, I mean, if I had come to this job and been like, no, I'm not happy here. Actually, it's much worse and wanted to go back. Hey, you could always change back. (laughs) Yes. 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 Leaving on a good note is a good thing to do, right. too, which you did. You yeah. left with grace and and, and uh, you were very classy about everything. She stayed, she stayed up uh, pretty late on her last day just to like make sure everything was done. And that's just uh, the type of integrity that you have. It's uh, hardwired. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my last key takeaway, key takeaway three, would be um, um, no... Know your value and um, 
don't stay somewhere where you're not valued. I, I think none of us are, there's no good and bad. There's no smart and not smart. There's no, there's no definitive, like, this is the perfect person and this person is garbage. It's where you are has to line up with your abilities. So if you're a fish, don't try to fly in the sky. (laughs) And if you're a bird, don't try to swim. You know, your value is um, all in comparison to your surroundings. So make sure you surround yourself with the right people. And I'm done. Baby, I love that. I love that. And I love you. Very inspiring. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm going to drop the mic. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everybody. If you have any ideas of our episodes for us to do or any conversations, please leave uh, leave us a voicemail at marriagekidsmoney.com slash voicemail or hit us up on social media, Andy Hill MKM. We are having a lot of fun. This is really good for us. This is really good for our relationship and hopefully it helps you guys too. Have a great weekend and uh, we'll see you soon.